It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. The Utah Jazz dominate the San Antonio Spurs, regain the number one seed in the Western Conference with a dominating defensive performance and an overall offensive performance that look much more comfortable than they have in the past without Donovan and Mike Conley. We're talking about it on Postcast. Postcast is brought to you by two of our favorite Utah companies, Grip6.com. Someone doubted me the other day. dun 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 Grip six belt. I told you I never lie about that. Grip six.com promo code locked. We'll get you your grip six.com belt and let you uh, catch, uh, get all the best out there. Plus biograss, the big yellow bag.com bringing you all the excitement here on postcast. All right. We are live for you on YouTube, we are live on Facebook, we are live on Twitch. I switched YouTubes today back to Locked On Live. We are live on D- David Locke on Facebook, we're live at DLock09 on Twitter, and we're live at Locked On Live on Twitch. So, uh, let's talk about this one. First thing is, I just thought from a big picture standpoint, one, we had juice. I thought we were so exhausted against Toronto playing four games in six nights, and that was obvious when you saw how much energy all of our guys came out with tonight. I mean, really, it was something else to watch the energy of Royce O'Neal just shot out of a cannon. Rudy was playing with a a bounce he didn't have the other night. Uh, Jordan Clark, everyone played with it. Royce, I thought, was most noticeable early. Joe Ingles, Ron Boone on the broadcast tonight just called it early. Joe Ingles was completely dominating, getting where he wanted to go, absolutely uh, ripping apart the Spurs. The Jazz offensive numbers in this game – were were really impressive. In the first quarter, the Jazz offensive rating was a 138, and their defensive rating was a 97. At halftime, it was a 127 and a 91. And by the end of three, when the game's really over, it was a 124 and a 100. So the defense was just fantastic. Rudy Gobert factor was through the roof tonight. The amount of times they curled out of the bat, out of the drive, played in the mid-range, and then this is crazy. In the first half tonight, the San Antonio Spurs, with 25 seconds left in the half, did not have a basket inside the restricted area or a three-point shot. This entire league is based on shooting threes and getting to the rim, and they had neither. Uh, They were shooting an incredible rate. They had 19 field goals that were all... Mid-range twos, non-restricted paint. At one point, they were 9 for 9, 10 for 10. If they hadn't been just absurdly good at those shots tonight, there's no chance. They finished tonight. This is insane. 7 of 20 at the rim. It'll be super interesting to see if we get the filter. I don't know if the filter will work here yet. Um. Oh, this is great. Th- through three quarters, this is crazy. Ron Boone, are you listening to this? Through three quarters, the Spurs were 5 of 16 at the rim and 2 of 10 from three. 
while simultaneously going 25 of 39 on non-restricted area twos. Like, if they didn't have, like, an insane shooting night, at the same time, the Jazz had made 24 shots that were either rim shots or threes. The Spurs had made seven. The Jazz took two long twos all night. That's it. They went over and through three quarters, went over two. The Spurs through three quarters had taken 20. Wow. It doesn't really matter what the fourth quarter was because those numbers tell the story. So that's my take. Trent Forrest was very solid again tonight. He's got Ron Boone is trying to become a member of the Trent Forrest fan club now. Um, he was very good. Great one-legged dunk coming through, one-foot dunk coming through the lane. Uh, absolutely fabulous. I'll update you on Denver, LA for our live audience here in a second. I think we're rooting for the Lakers, which kind of makes me feel uncomfortable. Um, all right, let's go to your comments and your questions. We'll start on YouTube with DJ Jackson, who says great win by the jazz. We'll go to Periscope with Eric, who says he loves his grip six belt. Well, that seems good enough. Let's go back to YouTube. Looks like we got a grip on this game. Is that a grip? Oh, look at that. Lee Jensen with a little pun. Oh, solid. We're all good tonight. Look at that. We're all good tonight. We did get a grip on this game. All right, I'm quickly checking an update because I'm dying to know. Lakers, Denver, it's down to five, 89-84 with three minutes to play. Lakers by five. I think we want the Lakers to win. Moves them closer to five. Gets us to two, better chance of two. Gets them away from us, I think, uh, with a better chance to end up with one. And then uh, who knows? So it's too hard to figure out. Um, Cody says, uh, Glad Bogey got his scoring back in action huge in the playoffs. Bogey's been great. The thing about this is that a lot of what we're seeing out of Bogey's, this is actually the one area when Conley and Mike come back, it's going to be interesting to see how they find this. Like, Bogey's getting the ball an awful lot, making a lot of plays, having great opportunities. I love his game right now. He took seven threes tonight, took 17 shots. He went 10 of 17, scored 22 points. He had six assists. Oh, no, that's DeRozan. I was like, there's no way Bogey had six assists. He's never had six assists in his life. He had two. That seems a lot more likely. Del Toledo. I'm really impressed by this win. Nuggets lose Dozier to serious injury. Oh, I did not know that. Oh, that's too bad. I hate that. P.J. Dozier got hurt tonight. That sucks. I like P.J. Dozier. Young kid trying to make it in the league, and they get thin. Though they got Austin Rivers, which was a good pickup. How does the NBA time commercial break so well between both games? Ha ha. That's funny. I don't know. Were you working between the two? ESPN's commercial breaks are longer, so that might have helped you out. Jason, do we want the Lakers to win tonight? Do we care? Should we just be happy with the Jazz won? Well, I think we have to care because that's the essence of being a sports fan, and that's what makes this so fun. But, yes, I do think we want the Lakers to win tonight because I'm really into trying to secure one or two. And we our magic number now is five. Five Jazz wins or Nuggets losses secures us the number one or two seat gets us to be one or two in the playoffs. I think there's a decent chance if, frankly, even if I would say the same thing if I was a Phoenix fan, there's a decent chance that either the Jazz or Phoenix is not making the Western Conference Finals, that either Denver, the Clippers, or the Lakers are making it. And so if you're the, if you're the two seed, there's a chance you make the Western Conference Finals and don't see the one seed. I think that's a fair, like either side, everyone can say that. So you're really just kind of trying to get the home court advantage in that second round when these matchups start to get absurd. The crazy thing, though, by the way, the play-in game, if the Lakers lose tonight, the play-in game suddenly starts to be like LeBron versus Steph. It's feeling more and more like you could see Steph in the seventh seed, which isn't great. 
because he's so good, but that team's not that good. Uh, let's go to Andrew Livingston. What was the defense rating in the first half? It was a 91, and the Jazz were just filled with energy and absolutely fabulous tonight. Uh, what is the record for games in a row with at least 10 threes? Bowler might know that. Do you know the record for most games? He's asking the record for most games with 10 threes, but I thought we had one game where we were under 10. Or do we? We have the second longest in NBA history, says Bowler. 74 in a row. I actually thought we had snuck. I thought we had a game where we didn't get it. That's from Tyson, not from Scott Rogers. Tyson. All right. 74 straight. Bowler, I told you, Bowler, we all have our strengths. Bowler would know that. Booner knows everything. I just talk a lot. That's how this works. It's never easy to beat the Spurs. Go Jazz. That is true. Cody Strickland says in the next week we'll provide your input on wins and losses that will happen. What? Yeah, I mean, I have no idea. If we can get Wednesday, it'd be mammoth. If you can get the Spurs twice in a row. And then what do we have? We have Denver Friday. That'd be uh, I, I think that might be too much to ask without Mike and Donovan. And then Saturday is Houston. I would rest everybody against Denver and beat Houston. Ron Boone says, good thing I'm not coaching. I'm not sure I really meant that, but it sounded good. Um, what's going on with Clarkson? Lots of turnovers, including on several consecutive possessions. Bad shots. Is he just missing Conley and Mitchell, or are thus trying to do too much? Yeah, 100%. You knew the answer, SJ, on YouTube. Yeah, I mean, he's got to handle the ball. He's got to play point guard. He's got to do all these things he didn't usually have to do. He's shooting 33%. In the games since Donovan's left, Jordan is shooting 33%, 27% from three. He's not a point guard. The best defensive player on the team is always guarding him right now instead of being on the floor with other guys. And the fact of the matter is that it's just a huge burden on him. Hey, here's Colton Thompson. He won jazz tickets tonight. Um, Colton won the jazz tickets tonight in jazz bingo. Basic Bob says, Don looked like he was moving pretty good on the sideline, hoping for the best. I think we're still a little ways out. Maybe we're getting awfully close, by the way, if like the next week's another week that you're just going to see him in the playoffs and hopefully he'll be ready by then or hopefully you can get him for the last few games of the year. So uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, Adam says, Trent Forrest with another good game. I agree. Um, is it me or the Spurs look like they didn't care? No, the Spurs are playing their sixth game in their sixth different city, playing their third game in four nights coming off back-to-back -back overtime games. The schedule maker gave us this one, and then the two overtime gave us one, and we totally grabbed it and played with awesome energy tonight. So that was really good. All right. I uh, hope you're good. Thanks very much. Uh, did not get to all your questions. They are loaded tonight. Big audience on the show. Appreciate you. Be back with you tomorrow for Locked on Jazz. Have a good one. Thanks very much. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.